Well, Happy New Year, everybody. Um, we're a little late to the party, <laughs> obviously. Just a smidge. Just what, 11 days. Halfway in or so. But um, we thought we'd like to talk about a few things regarding the new year. Um, as, you know, as many people are talking about, they're talking about sort of this idea of, you know, new year, new you, and the opportunity to create a lot of change in your life mm-hmm. or in your relationships or job or pursue some passions or dreams. And we were thinking, you know, what about folks who are heading into a difficult year, who are heading into um, some things that they don't have a lot of control or say over? Um, There's a lot of pressure. You know, if somebody's going through a divorce, got trouble with their family, um, you know, maybe there's some teenagers who are you know, running amok and you're terrified yeah. and maybe struggling with infertility or health issues or financial issues or whatever it is. And so the idea of being able to craft a new <clears throat> brand spank, a new year and make happen what you want just feels impossible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for you, it probably is, right? Like there are things that we're going through that, um, you know, we're just heading into a hard year. And so um, thought it might be helpful to talk about, like, if that's your situation, um, what are some things to keep in mind to help you make it through that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it's not your situation, maybe this could be helpful if you know someone mm. that is kind of not on the new year, right? new me, right. but more of like, geez, there's things that are carrying over from last year into this year. This could be helpful to kind of know how to support the people around you because mm-hmm. it's not wrong either way, but we just, it's, there are so many people that are not in that space because right. they're just trying to, as you've mentioned before, Elaine, trying to survive and, you know, keep moving through the different parts that are difficult and hard, mm-hmm. whether it be grief over transition or an actual grief over death or big news that it has come about right. in a family right. or something like that. Yeah, so today Shannon and Ruby, who are therapists at our office, um, and I are going to have this conversation, so you'll, uh, hopefully you can tell whose voice is who. Um, If not, just listen more. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I have a guessing game. (laughs) So that's Shannon. Hello, hello. And then Ruby. Hi. And then there's me, who's always very loud, so that's easy to tell. So You're the OG. Everyone everyone recognizes your voice. That's very kind. Yes. Okay, so... Let's talk about, we have a couple of tips, right? Mm -hmm. A couple of things, like a couple of areas to keep in mind if you're heading into a hard year. And the reason that um, I wanted to talk about this is our family's heading into a real hard year. Um, And so I'm acutely aware that um, this is happening to other folks too. And uh, my husband was recently diagnosed with stage four cancer. And so we are, you know, scrambling to um, figure out how to best help him and heading into a year of chemo and a lot of Mm -hmm. other kind of alternative treatments to do everything we can. But obviously it's, you know, really shaken our family and, and work life too here at soul care. Um, so fortunately I got some real badasses who are just like stepping up to take over for me. So I don't even know if they'll notice I'm gone. (laughs) We're going to be always (laughs) every time. I'll be here a couple of days a week just to keep an eye on the business. And I mean the business that goes on around here. So anyway, so, um, so I am, you know, this is one of the things that I've been doing with, um, the people in my life is saying, you know, help me figure out like, how am I going to navigate this? This is going to be a tough year. Mm -hmm. There's just no two ways about it. And so like, how do I 
uh, how do I keep from losing my mind in the middle of this year? And how do I, how do I do this the best I can, Mm -hmm. given the stressors of our situation? So uh, let's talk generally about like when someone's going through difficult things, what are some of the things that you'd like them to know? I think one of the first ones is trying to really pay attention and acknowledge genuinely and honestly like where you're at Mm -hmm. because that the permission to say this is really really where I'm at and um without comparison of where someone else is at Mm -hmm. so huge that you don't you don't need to be where someone else is at and someone else's walk or journey through you know like a health issue that you just named like stage four cancer is significant and it's going to look different for every family and every person and um, you're just acknowledging like, this is exactly where I'm at with this part mm-hmm. of my life. And it's exactly why, you know, we're probably not in the space to make a list of five or 10 things that this new year is going to bring as much as like, I actually need to acknowledge and know how do I take care of myself and how do I live through this hard part? Mm-hmm. Um, so we had talked about a little bit on the self-care part and something that could I think for me and what I've seen with people that it's been so useful is when we have a really good gang of people around us, mm-hmm. um, the, the people that help us be seen. And what we mean by that, and um, Shannon, you have great examples of that, is you, you actually get, when someone looks at you, mm-hmm. they can mirror, again, mirroring, being able to see your face and your face is matching their face and it's matching the emotion. And the questions that you're being asked or the words that are being shared are really open-ended so that you can actually step into the experience and share what it's like for you, not being necessarily, being surrounded with people, it's a gang of people, it's telling you how to feel, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's telling you how to think, that's asking you questions that you know have an actual correct and right answer. Right, right. That just, that can actually have you feel less taken care of and more isolated and alone in what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And then you start to question of like, well, is it just me? Or like, what's wrong? Like, Mm -hmm. should I not be feeling this way about something? So a key part is like who's around you and who's walking with you in in the hardship, whether it be a miscarriage, a divorce, or serious difficulty going on in a marriage of like, are we going to make it? Or yeah. any of those sorts is like, who's your gang? Are, is your gang seeing you? Are they there for you? Are you able to tell them, I don't want to talk about it right now? And it's not personal to them. Mm-hmm. It's about you in that moment. So I think of a self-care piece of, who are your people and can you find those people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like taking stock of your relationships yeah. and that you might have to do some reevaluating about the roles you let people play in your life during a hard season and really thinking through, are there people that, I mean, like you said, are there people that I just know when I'm with them, they don't know how, they don't have the capacity to handle mm-hmm. hard or uncomfortable or difficult situations. And so you kind of start to think through in your mind, that's a person that I may have to say no or draw stronger boundaries with because they're not a great support during this season. Right. They, they don't know how right. to be with me in it, and I leave feeling more frustrated, more overwhelmed, or just like disconnected after being with them because they didn't know how to hold the space with me in this hard season and that yeah. it is okay. Like surrendering that expectation on yourself of, 
oh, I need to be with this friend. Well, maybe that's a friend that doesn't know how to be a friend in a hard season and it's okay to give yourself permission Mm -hmm. to not spend as much Mm -hmm. time with them or just not share the things you would normally share because they won't honor it in the way that it needs to be honored. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting you say that too, Shannon. I was just thinking like sometimes um, like if – if John and I are talking about like a, a loss, like him and I both lost our dads and that's an own, its own process. But sometimes I'll ask him preemptively when he's sharing or I'm sharing and we're married, I'll be like, do you need me to just listen? Do you need me to say something back to you? Like kind of mm-hmm. so I can already prepare mm-hmm. for what he's going to need. And sometimes we might need to do that to navigate that because our personalities are so different. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more two, he's more seven. And so I'm going to want to go rescue him mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just going to want to affirm and validate me. Yep. And it just, it's, it looks a little different. And so it's so helpful when you can kind of, well, what does this, what do you need? Like, you know, tell me that and permission in that. And freedom do you in just that. need to vent right now? Yes. Or is this a problem solving? Like, are yes. you actually, I feel stuck mm. and can you brainstorm yeah. solutions? Yes. Or, or decision making. Do you just need me to cry with you and, mm. and mm. put my arm around you? You know, that they're really, that both could be needed at different seasons and it's okay to ask, <laughs> what do yeah. you need right now? Yeah. And, and am I missing you right now? And, and can I course correct? Right, mm-hmm. right. And that's the gang part. There's also the other parts. Like, yeah. there's really, there's books, there's podcasts, there's... Lots of resources. Lots of resources. I like to make a list of my own um, silly affirmations that help me feel, like, normal sometimes that mm. are specific to me. You know, like... I may want to go eat a bunch of chocolate that I shouldn't be eating, and I just... <laughs> but shouldn't you, though? <laughs> That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> the chocolate only oh has love gosh. for you, Ruby. It's, it's antioxidants. True. It's so antioxidants, buttery people. and so good, but, like, you know, sometimes making... Maybe it's not It's not that that I need. I just need to hear something, or I need to read yeah. something. Mm-hmm. So I'll have my list of my affirmations or my list of things that I like to do. Like, I actually enjoy organizing. I actually enjoy cleaning the bathroom. Mm, mm-hmm. I actually enjoy it's watching grounding. yes, or mm-hmm. a movie. Um actually enjoy doing certain things. So even making a list of something like that could be helpful. For me typically things that have and this could be helpful for others that has a quick beginning, middle and end mm-hmm. can help us feel a little accomplished, a little bit like there's something that finished because yeah. this other thing that's bigger that is an it's kind of a daily part of life right now is going to be more long-term yeah. and it's, it's not going to end soon. That you yeah. don't have control over that yes. feels messy or unfinished mm-hmm. or chaotic and incorporating things that have a sense of completion or a sense of control right. even minutely. Right. And sometimes, especially ones that inject some sense of beauty in, I think that's another thing of if you're going through a lot of suffering and pain, are there little pops of beauty in mm-hmm. that that you can feed mm-hmm. your soul with That's a great thought to yeah. kind of help you surface back yeah and kind of regain okay there are moments of and it doesn't have to be joy or happiness but just it could be the beauty of nature yes. or the beauty of something pretty or calming um that those can be really soothing things mm-hmm. to turn to too and so maybe if you're going through a tough time is thinking about what are some of the things that are that for me like what what creates that experience for me where this is like, this is really beautiful. Is it being at the ocean or yeah. is it looking at pretty pillows, which it is <laughs> for me. Yours. Snuggling a puppy. <laughs> yeah, snuggling a puppy. It could be, you know, holding a baby, 
um, cooking a gorgeous meal, yeah. you know, just chopping, mm-hmm. chopping, chopping and making a fabulous soup or like what are, what are the things that... Buying a bouquet of flowers yes. and putting it in your yeah. house. What helps me feel grounded and kind of normal for a bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think when you're going through a hard time, you, you need moments of feeling yeah. like this is a normal person thing that I'm doing right now. Yeah. I'm going to the grocery store. Or I'm, yeah. you know, whatever. It's just noticing like you're still here. Mm-hmm. You're still doing your life and... Can there be moments there where um, that feels grounding yeah. to remember? Yeah, I'm doing so normal people thing. I oh. would, that just reminded me of um, on Wednesday for my dad's one year. Mm-hmm. We made it a plan in the morning. We were going to go to the cemetery because we traditionally put a wreath on um, per, a person's headstone. Uh-huh. So we did that. And then it was like around 11-ish. So it's already like 1230. And my mom goes like, well, I'm hungry. <laughs> she's done. She's, she's done grieving. And I'm like, I'm hungry too. Yeah. And we're all hungry. So then we, we go to eat. And then my little niece has a soccer game. Well, we're going to go to the soccer game. Like, yeah. it's we're still alive even though my yeah. dad's not alive. And you right. have to keep going. And then we're in different cars. And then we all go to the grocery store together. And we're oh. all shopping and putting everything in the cart that we all Sweet. eat. Yeah. And it's like we're all adults and it is almost like if someone videotaped us, we went from a cemetery to lunch <laughs> to, to a, a soccer game <laughs> to grocery shop and now we're all home and yeah. putting groceries away yeah. and going our own ways. Like that's the other part about it is that even though it's a new year, it doesn't have to be like, let me just throw all this stuff out. It's just like, mm-hmm. maybe it's like, how do I learn to integrate the hard parts with, I still need to live and take care of myself. And right. then even if taking care of yourself is the pretty things or, you know, the organizing things or the foods that we like, mm-hmm. it could also be like, right now, I actually just need to cry. Like I need right. to cry and about this thing that's really hard. And there's permission in that too, mm-hmm. you know, just that. That could be part of the self-care is, are are you feeling part of it too, you know, and mm-hmm. taking care of yourself and still taking care of, of life and walking through that part. And that's, it's not, you know, we hear about balance and sometimes like, I sometimes don't really know what that entirely looks right, like in a right. given day. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. So. It's, yeah. Cause some, some days you might have to be in go mode, yes. right? Like we're sort of in that phase right now where like everything is in go mode. We got to learn as much as we can get in touch with as many people who might be able to help as possible and just get on the job. Right. Yeah. Because we will run out of time for our window. Yeah. If we're like, Oh, you know, I think I'm just gonna, you know, take a week off and mm-hmm. go to a spa <laughs> right? and then come back and deal with this. It's like when, when the intensity is high, sometimes you have to be in go mode. But then as you know, the people who love me are constantly saying like, there has to be, there has to be a time when you come down, right? Like there has to be a time when you take a break, when you go get a massage or you go for a walk or, Mm -hmm. and can we sprinkle some of that in, you know, can we take 30 minutes right now and go outside and look at something pretty and Mm -hmm. we're going to go, you know, my friend Debbie is taking, taking me for a massage tomorrow. It's like, we got to, we got to do some things to help us make it through. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing I've appreciated so much in the last few months is the people who really love me keep asking me, what do you need? Like you were talking about earlier. And that question has been super helpful. Like there are probably times when I don't know what the answer is, but just, just hearing them continually say, what do you need today? Mm -hmm. Right. Well, today I need to cry today. Today I need help signing up for a food service because I can't figure out how to 
get in that website and get those vegetables to my mm-hmm. house, right? And, you know, whatever it is, um, having people who can just, sure, that's what we'll do today. Yeah. We'll go for a walk. We'll, mm-hmm. you know. People that are we'll flexible, yeah. that are willing to jump in where you're at. And it's it's not about, it doesn't become about them. They care about you. Right. But they can, they can very much in a flexible way navigate with you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's... It doesn't, yeah, it's just, there's such a different experience that happens when you have someone that can really see you in that. Like, right. it's, awesome. and it's, it's so true, Elaine, when you say that, it's just like, right now, this is where I'm focusing and eventually I'll know what self-care looks like mm-hmm. because right now we're even trying to figure out our schedule. Like, that was like, so, that's so true. Right. And that's real. Right. Yeah. And knowing yeah. like what, even, yeah, what season you're in mm-hmm. of the hard season, like you said, there's, there's the ramping up go mode we're getting our brains wrapped around what we're dealing with and we're adjusting our lives and then maybe there'll be a little bit of a rhythm that comes out of that and it might shift and just kind of knowing and tracking Mm -hmm. we're in this type of a season so this is what our lives are going to look like and this is what's realistic for us and so in that what do we need to say no to Mm -hmm. what do we need to say yes to Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. what roles do we need to change and and I think that can be really hard for some types of personalities to say I can't do that right now or mm-hmm. in this season that's too hard for me or I don't have capacity for that or I have yeah. no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you're like what does the word no even what mean? Yeah. Uh, We're getting real good at it. Yeah, getting acquainted with the word no <laughs> so or not important. right now or not in this season or not today or mm-hmm. not this hour like that you have permission to say that and and that you can ask for people you know, I hope you, I hope you understand that I can't right now and, or that this is a hard season for that, or I can't receive that from you right now. Mm -hmm. Shannon, that just made me think of when we were talking about, you know, sometimes you have your good gang of people, right? But there's other people around us Mm -hmm. and some out of good intent or just not paying attention. Sometimes people can say things about, you know, let's say for example, you said Elaine, like cancer and you're just like, whoa, you know, like what's a good way of responding mm-hmm. to someone that can mm-hmm. maybe, you know, say like a left turn field kind of comment, right. you know? Yeah, like I think about, I think I often hear this with people who are going through a divorce. Um, there, there are always people around, you know, because, a, you know, about half of the population is going through a divorce at, at some point. Um, there are so many different experiences of that. And if your experience of your divorce is sadder, deeper, more tragic, you know, there's always going to be somebody who went through it and it's sort of, you know, I was actually ready to go and I felt like it was really great. And you should sort of move along in your process. Like, let's get on with your life now as a single person and let's, let's move through this quickly. Right. And so there can be this impatience um, Mm -hmm. coming at you from other folks who've been through something and it maybe didn't land for them in the same way as it did for you or, um, you know, it just wasn't as significant. And so they're not really able to do that mirroring you were talking about earlier where they're like yeah. on their face when you're, you know, I think that's the gift that I keep experiencing from yeah. people when, I, when they're asking me how I'm doing. The tenderness on their face is just like they're so in it with me. And that's what we all need when we're going through something hard is mm-hmm. somebody who can be in that difficulty with you and just Mm -hmm. you can see it on their face like you really care about what's happening to me and that's such a gift and such comfort and it gives me strength to Mm -hmm. carry on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that sometimes it's better um 
rather than trying to say something or coming up with coming up to say something to someone mm-hmm. that may be going through something hard is just to kind of go with the I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to say to you. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just right here. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. I got nothing. I've got mm-hmm. nothing. I've got a lot of feelings for you, but I've got nothing right now. Mm-hmm. And that could be so helpful. Yeah. Right, right. Because then otherwise you put the person that's going through a hard time in the position of either they just take the terrible thing you said to them or they just, you know, go with the flow. Or on the flip side, they have to somehow tell you, hey, that wasn't helpful right now or right, that right. hurt or that's not what I needed yeah. or, you know. And and sometimes that can that can be really nice to offer. And I think if, if you're a friend or a family member of someone who's going through a hard season, you know, learn to accept a comment like that. Like mm-hmm. take the feedback and say, oh, they let me know that that wasn't what they needed right now. Mm-hmm. And can you be gracious about taking feedback of, yeah, you meant well, but that missed the mark. And right. and accept that and mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'm so glad you told me. Thanks mm-hmm. for telling me. You know, mm-hmm. like I think we can cultivate that in our hearts when we're the friends and family of these people, that it's a learning process usually for both sides yeah. of mm-hmm. the person that's hurting is learning okay, that's not what I need right now. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. that doesn't land with me. Or I'm not in a place where I can hear a lot of, hope or a lot of what you know sometimes mm-hmm. people need the space to say you know your your hope and your optimism is is really great but i i can't hear that right now yeah. or yeah. that feels hurtful <laughs> Yeah. I always know when some, when a response isn't working for me, when I feel myself like I'm getting ready to ramp up and really explain how hard this is for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing that because I feel like you can't see me. Yeah. Right. So that's, I think that's a signal of like, oh, I don't feel seen by this person. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I might do is, you know, let let me, let me re-explain what's going on. Or the other option is to just distance and sort of try to get out of the conversation. So, you know, just maybe paying attention to that. Am I having that kind of feeling either like I have to repeat myself. Let me tell you again how terrible this is because you don't seem to get it. You want me to be happy. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to be happy for a very long time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) True. Right. So, okay. So this is a person that probably is not going to be able to provide support and I need to sort of like, like, you know, scale back at like what level I share with this person because mm-hmm. I'm only going to feel frustrated yeah. um, mm-hmm. that they can't see me. So let's not put ourselves through that when yeah. we're already having a hard time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's give ourselves space from folks who really don't have the capacity to mm-hmm. see, oh, this is actually very hard. Yeah. Right? You know, people that maybe can't entirely see you, it's not that they're terrible. It's just people have different bandwidth and mm-hmm. capacity mm-hmm. and resiliency. You know, sometimes... Someone by the age of 25 has experienced so many different parts of hardship in life and others have it. And it's just, it's a different journey. It's a different story and not one is wrong or right or more or less than the other. It's just, they may not have the capacity to be able to walk with you through Mm -hmm. something that's really hard and weighs and actually requires someone that has a certain amount of awareness and insight and maybe... In some cases, this is probably where sometimes when someone has walked through it but doesn't put their own story on yours, those could be really helpful folks, Mm -hmm. really helpful folks that Mm -hmm. can know how to differentiate theirs from yours and show up for you entirely without them going into their own 
Yeah. Let, let your experience be your experience yes. and they're going to learn about it. Yeah. And kind of with that, I know we had even talked about what do you do in situations when you're just out and about in your day? And, and I had this happen, you know, my, my uncle died unexpectedly at the end of the year and I had had to buy clothes for his funeral, but I had to return some mm. because they, you know, I, I bought multiple outfits and I'm returning it at, you know, a TJ Maxx returning. Yeah. And the kind lady is like, oh, you know, um, did it not fit right? And, oh, gosh. Oh, and, oh. And, and I just felt this bind and I Sheesh. probably inappropriately because it caught me off guard just went, uh, no, I, I needed it for a funeral and it didn't work out. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I just put her in this terrible situation and her face just gets crestfallen. Oh. And yet that, that that's what can happen sometimes. Sure. Because sure. you're oh, trying gosh. to figure out how do you out and about in your day when there's things that are connected to really hard stuff in your life and this unsuspecting bystander <laughs> just walks right into it. Right. And so even learning for myself um, and, and obviously for others, you know, one of the times when it's like, you're not being inauthentic or lying if you just yes. kind of have a cop-out story. And and sometimes right. I think we can feel really uncertain about, oh, I kind of lied to that person about what was really go- going on or whatever. And yeah. you're just like, no, like that in line at the TJ Maxx is not no. when I yes, wanted to be that. like talking no. about my uncle's yeah. funeral. Because the relationship doesn't invite that, yes. right? Yes. Like, this is a very, like a momentary relationship. Yep. Yep. And, and you just, yeah. you live and learn and you're like, well, it's great to that think about. word vomit should not have come out totally. in that setting. And then I mean, I think you could have said way worse things than that, <laughs> yeah. honestly. I had some in mind, but. Me too. Yeah. Well, I think I did a year ago, all okay. kinds of stuff. As soon sure. as you were saying that, you just sure. you're like, no, he's just, he's dead. That's what it is. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. and I'm going to name it because I found, I found myself saying that because I think it was what you were saying, Elaine, like, felt so unseen mm-hmm. that it just went towards, like, I am going to get desperate just, to be I, seen. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And I said yeah. that and I was like, that's my own. That's so my sorry. Own. So sorry. So sorry. Not, yeah. not how I wanted it to so, go. So, it, you know, it brings us to this other thought that we wanted to talk about is this idea of like who do you want to be while you're going through this that you do have control over who you're going to be you may not have control over your circumstances or the outcomes or so Mm -hmm. many or other people but what you do have control over is who you're going to be in this difficult season and I think that's worth thinking about and you know what you guys were just mentioning is a do I want to be somebody who just like you know throws a bomb into a stranger's (laughs) Um, wake for when they're minding their own business right like okay okay I don't want to do that okay what are some other things I don't want to do or some other things I do want to do um, Mm -hmm. that will help me feel proud of the way that I've navigated this I think there was this part of um, we were discussing a little bit just this topic of we can easily go into um, one ship or the other ship like we're all about this hard thing that's going on so everything is about it so Mm -hmm. it's like it's the thing we talk about to strangers it's the thing we talk about to everybody it's the thing it's why i'm moody it's why i woke up on the wrong side of the bed it's why i'm mad that the door won't unlock you know it just it can be Mm -hmm. an all-consuming thing which is one part or you jump to the other side and it's you completely deny that that's even happening you know that that is where we don't want to get caught in this polarizing way of living that we are, we're not acknowledging something hard's going on, but we're also overly living into it and probably even feeding our own anxiety and sadness and overconsumption of what we're looking at or experiencing and feeling. So it's kind of one of those where 
that may not be what could be the most helpful thing for someone in the midst of Mm -hmm. going through this um, in in terms of struggling and really paying attention to who am I listening to and what am I listening to and what am I doing? So there's there's a lot that we take in mm-hmm. every single day from social media to the people we engage with to the jobs that we go to to the things that we read to the things that we watch. Like how am I engaging in my life outside of this hardship but also how am I engaging in my hardship? Even more so there's a tuning into your body mm-hmm. and taking a moment and realizing that that might be a practice that needs to increase when you're trying to juggle this whole thing is mm-hmm. can you take moments to just pause and close your eyes and breathe and notice and just step back and mm-hmm. get a break and and tune in because it is going to take a toll whether you're in the camp of you're making your whole life about it and and it's all consuming or you're totally denying it either way your body's going to be feeling it and processing it and it needs to be tuned into because I think that is what's going to affect who you are in the midst of it like if you're not somehow able to tune in and notice what's going on how it's affecting you that's when it starts to spurt out all over in other yeah. ways because yeah. it's going to take that toll. Yeah. yeah. So we have to make sure we have places to talk about the feelings we need to, with, you know, with safe people or a therapist or, you know, journaling even can be a great mm-hmm. release for that um, so that we're not, so that we're not always disconnected. So feel the feelings, validate them. It's like, mm-hmm. of course I'm feeling this. Of course I'm overwhelmed. Of course I'm really sad. Of course I'm terrified, whatever it is. Of course, I'm feeling that. This is a hard situation. Yeah. Um, processing it and then deciding, okay, so like, what do I need to do today? Like, um, I'm going to take, I, I spent some time noticing my feelings and then um, what am I going to do? How am I going to treat myself today? How am I going to treat the people around me today? How am I going to nourish myself? How am I going like, to nourish myself? Am I eating? Maybe even putting reminders on a phone. You know, if you're not drinking enough water or if you're not eating enough food, like, you know, sometimes you could just get caught in what's going on. So, yeah, like, am I nourishing myself? Mm -hmm. Um, Am I, did I wash my hair? (laughs) Did I wash (laughs) my hair? Or as Elaine has told us, like, someone tell me a funny joke. I need to laugh right now. I need a lot of jokes. I need to laugh right now. Yeah. All of those things. Did I pay my bills? Do I need reminders to pay my bills? Yeah. All of the day-to-day things that are so they could you know they're so mindless but how do I keep taking care of myself with the day-to-day but also emotionally and mentally and physically mm-hmm. across the board and invite people in not being scared to have that and just the strength that sometimes there's gonna be strength to get ready and go do something for yourself or the strength to sit down and I'm gonna just weep here right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. yeah yeah to have your moments where you can say I'm overwhelmed. I need to take a minute. Yeah. I need to step back and that that's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks ladies. Oh man. And for those of you heading into a hard year, we're with you yeah. and um we're with you and it's a new yeah, it's a new year and sometimes beginnings happen throughout the year. It doesn't have to happen at the beginning of the year. It can happen throughout the year and Mm -hmm. life goes like this Mm -hmm. you're going to become resilient for doing your process your process your Mm -hmm. part yeah 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 Mm -hmm. that's a good word anything else shannon 
We see you. I think that's the yeah. biggest thing is sometimes when you're going through a hard season, all you can see is the people that look like they have it all together and it's happy and mm. just know that we see you, all of yeah. you that are in a hard season and you're not alone. So great. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.